The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You're listening to the Totally Useless Information Podcast on the Nick and Roy channel. Brought to you in part by BPC. It's the best Portuguese chicken in the Toronto area. BPC. Slinging chickens since 2010. And by DeMarlo Salon and Spa of Naples. Hair, nails, massage and skin care for more than 15 years at the Naples location. The Peregrine Falcon can fly how fast? French poodles are not really French. Oh, no, no, no. I'm Nick. And I'm Roy. And we go out of our way to scour the internet for information we really don't need. So join us on this journey as we together discover useless informations out there in this episode of Totally Useless Information. It's everything you never needed to know. By listening once a week, you get smarter than you think. The Totally Useless Information Podcast, hosted by Nick and Roy. Well, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the Totally Useless Information Podcast. How's things up there in Canada? They're wonderful. You know what's going around here? You know what, what's roaming around the streets? Animals, 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 crazy animals. You didn't waste any time. You just jumped right, right into in. it. Right into it. <laughs> No, no, no dilly dallying around here. We're getting right into the totally useless information podcast because oh, you have so go much ahead. coming your way. Okay, here we go. Go ahead, gonna... man. Go ahead. <laughs> French poodle. I'm going to give you my teaser. French poodles are not French. What? That's it. That's all I'm going to tell you. No, there's more. Uh, dog genealogists have traced the poodle's pedigree back to medieval Germany. Poodles Whoa. were originally bred as hunting dogs, water retrievers to be precise, as their curly water-resistant coat made them the perfect companion for duck hunting. In mm-hmm. fact, their English name comes from the German word pudel, the same origin as our modern word puddle. Early poodles became splashing dogs, so French poodles are not French, they're German. Of course they are. See, the French, I know I bring the French up a lot, but the French think they got like the market on the, you know, like good-looking women and things like that, but the Germans... They have Heidi Klum. And so I don't care about any other German women. Heidi Klum does it. Okay? Sure. What do you you're, think? Still, you're still on with Heidi Klum, are you? So I, I think I, I will tell you this. We will be the very first podcast ever that has a restraining order against it. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> Animal that you are. I got one for you. I, I love this because, folks, every, every show we talk about uh, something disgusting, and it's usually like poop or stuff like that. Well, the wombat poops, and even, well, that's not really that interesting. The wombat poops perfectly cube-shaped poop. Square little poopy cubes. 
You mean like dice? Mean like yeah. Dice. If they do two, yeah. <laughs> so an elephant can smell. Hey Nick. Hey Nick. That gives new meaning to the word craps. Yes. <laughs> craps. Okay. Elephant smell. An elephant can smell water up to three miles away. Three miles away. That's right. They can smell water. And how does it smell water? Probably with its trunk. It knows. It knows. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to give you my teaser. The peregrine falcon can fly really fast. I'm talking about really fast. It I'll has fly. been clocked at a staggering two 100 miles an hour. Now, to put that into perspective, and I use the word perspective because it is a $10 word. Or $12.50 Canadian. Yes, go on. <laughs> to put it in perspective, 200 miles an hour is faster than most sports cars. You've got to get into a supercar like a Ferrari in order to go 200 miles an hour in a sports car. So the Peregrine Falcon has been known and clocked at 200 miles an hour, probably with a Ferrari jacket on, you know? Yes, probably. Or you can also try to beat it with a Jaguar. <laughs> Butterflies have skeletons on the outside of their bodies. This is known as exoskeleton, exoskeleton. Butterflies having the skeletons of the outside of their bodies. So the, the ribbing on it is their skeleton-like. That's correct. That's on the outside of their bodies. Actually, cool. Well, I'll I'll try and one up you with a mm -hmm. butterfly thing. Butterflies prefer to drink blood over water. Now, this was a study done by uh, Doctor Dracula in Transylvania. No, yep. that's a joke. <laughs> this is I don't know who the hell figured this one out. Like, who? What did they do? They 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 say, you know, let's get a little taste testing going here. You know, oh, did you prefer blood over water? I mean, I don't get it. It's the blood water yeah. challenge. Crazy. Hey, do you like turkey? I love turkey. Turkeys have a poor sense of smell, but an excellent sense of taste. So they can taste good, but they can't smell any of it. Wow. The panda has no designated sleeping space. Like most animals do, they'll bed down. The panda, he just decides wherever he feels like sleeping, he sleeps. So maybe they had some turkey for dinner. Animal, 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 crazy animal. On the Totally Useless Information Podcast, you can reach us anytime, Podcast at Outlook.com. And we want to thank every single one of you for subscribing on all of your favorite podcast yes. platforms. Course, the Nick and Roy channel on YouTube. Yes, thank you guys. I mean, you've you've taken this small little show that started off on YouTube. Now we're on all different platforms. Our Facebooks are going crazy. In fact, I have a new Facebook friend. Her name is Heidi Klum. I don't know if she's the actual Heidi Klum, but she is on my Facebook. Hey everybody, come and get it. Your weekly sweet and savory facts with your five-star Michelin chefs of totally useless information, Nick and Roy. Come and get it! You love uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, don't you? 
I love them almost as much as turkey. <laughs> yes, okay. Well, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, well, first of all, I remember the commercials when they first came out. They would have a guy, two guys walking down the street towards each other. One had was eating some chocolate, and for whatever reason, the other guy was walking around with a jar of uh, peanut butter, and they crashed into each other. And one guy said, hey, you got your chocolate in my peanut butter. And he said, hey, you got peanut butter on my chocolate. And uh, before you know it, they came up with Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. But the person really behind the creation of the peanut butter cups is H.B. Reese. That's the name, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Mm. He was mm. a former dairy farmer and a shipping foreman for the Milton S. Hershey Company. Reese left his job as a shipping foreman for the Hershey Company. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are an American candy consisting of milk, white chocolate, or dark chocolate cup filled with peanut cream marketed by the Hershey Company. So thank you, H.B. Reese, for your peanut butter cups. I love them. I actually do like I like peanut butter or anything. But, you know, the guy invented something. I mean, people do have peanut allergies, so you wouldn't want to eat that if you have that. Speaking of problems, in Central Appalachian region of America, they have a problem. And it's not just being from the Central Appalachian region of America. Okay. <laughs> they have major tooth decay problems in their population. And no, it's not England. No, they have a major problem of tooth decay, but they also are the largest consumers of the beverage Mountain Dew. So they consume so much Mountain Dew that they call their tooth decay problem Mountain Dew Mouth. And that is a true thing. <laughs> Mountain Dew Mouth. Okay. I've, exactly. I've heard of like, um, I've heard of morning breath, but not Mountain Dew Mouth. Oh, no, it's a bad thing. Do you like lobster? I'll ask you this. Do you like lobster? I love lobster. I put them in order of turkey, Reese's peanut butter cups, and lobster. <laughs> and those of you in our listening audience, if you like lobster, send us an email, tuipodcast.outlook.com. So in colonial America, lobster wasn't exactly a delicacy. It is today. But it was so cheap at that time and plentiful, it was often served to prisoners really yep so that's how cheap it was they were able to just give them to prisoners every single day and i wonder yeah. how, how they would draw butter oh they'd give them a pencil <laughs> <laughs> and then the warden comes over with a piece of paper and he drew some butter on it here i just drew some butter yeah. for you could you imagine the riot the riot breaks out we want something different. We're sick of lobster. You yes. know, come on. We're sick of steaks and lobsters. <laughs> Serpent turf, yes. <laughs> Sit wow. down, you bastards. Eat your lobster. <laughs> You're right now? There is a softening agent called L-cytosine. It's an amino acid, and it's used in a lot of bread recipes. And as usual, I come up with these. It's made from human hair and or duck feathers. <laughs> Why not a goose? Why not? <laughs> so you know what the duck said after he placed an order, right? Put it on my bill. <laughs> In Canada, Kraft Mac and Cheese, Kraft Dinner, has been called the de facto national dish of Canada. 
It is the most popular grocery item in our country. Canadians eat more craft dinner per capita than any other country. In fact, 55% more than Americans do. They eat that much craft macaroni and cheese because we eat a lot of it. Yeah, we but, eat we eat 55% more than what you eat. Wow. You know, I I I love to find out Canadian facts and you guys um consume a lot of junk. So Canadians consume the most donuts and have the most donut shops per capita than any country in the world. Can you imagine you you consume more donuts and have more donut shops than any country, which means you probably have the world's largest police force. No, you didn't go there. You did not <laughs> go there. <laughs> Listen, Mountain Dew mouth. <laughs> so uh, another another uh, fine distinction up here in Canada. You know, you've uh, been to Seven Eleven. Have you ever had a Slurpee? Uh, I love Slurpees. It's it's turkey. It's Reese's peanut butter. No, go ahead. <laughs> uh, Slurpees come from Winnipeg. And Winnipeg is, is a city in, um, in Canada, in the middle of Canada, in the province of Manitoba. Mm -hmm. Despite being one of the coldest cities in Canada, it is the Slurpee capital of the world. 7-Eleven stores in Winnipeg sell an average of 188,833 Slurpees drinks per month. Almost 200,000 Slurpee drinks per month. You'd think they would have Mountain Dew mouth. <laughs> I think Mountain Dew is one of the flavors. <laughs> but, it's, <laughs> but it's so cold the teeth don't decay up there. The original <laughs> idea was conceived after Mr. Nedlick, Nedlick, who operated a Dairy Queen franchise in Kansas City. He stashed some soda in the freezer when the, the soda fountain in his restaurant went kaput. The result was a slushy-type drink that he soon developed. He this used was Mr. Needle Dick? Mr. Needle Dick? No, wait a minute. It's <laughs> Nedlick. King N-E-D-L-I-K, Needle Dick. Uh, yeah. He used <laughs> from his... Are you done now? <laughs> He used way too much. There's way too much information about needle dick Slurpee. <laughs> I'm going to tell you how they got to, to the name of Slurpee. There's a really amazing. Okay, so hang on, hold on, to, hold hey, your horses. He used know. parts from his car air conditioner to build a frozen beverage machine. It became a Slurpee from the sound it made when drinking them. The term was coined by Bob Stanford of the 7-Eleven. He was an ad agency director. So thank you, Bob Stanford, for calling it Slurpee, and thank you, Mr. Needledick, for creating the Slurpee. That's nice. What did he say? I, Needledick called it something else, and he said, I can't stand for that, Stanford. <laughs> okay, listen, the Asians are crazy. The French think that they're beautiful, even though Heidi Klum is German. The, the Asians... They're just completely crazy. They eat nutty stuff. There's a fish called the puffer fish, which mm -hmm. the Asians call the fugi fish because they're Asian. So it will kill you if it's not cooked right. Now, who eats something like that? That's like us saying, I love rhino burgers, but I keep the rhino alive so he can kill me before I eat him. I mean, it's just insane. 
Why would you eat something that could kill you? The fugi fish has 1,200 times more toxins than cyanide. 1,200 times more poisonous than cyanide. And they eat it. Here's another Asian fact. Okay. A Japanese chef broke the Guinness Book of Records. Okay? Not for poisonous foods. He made the longest egg noodle. 602 feet 9 inches. Can you imagine this now? Making a noodle 602 feet? And don't forget the 9 inches. No, I nine won't forget the 9 inches exactly. Because right. 9 inches is important. <laughs> it really is. And when he ate the noodle, he slurped it. The kitchen is now closed. Join us next time on the Totally Useless Information Podcast for more sweet and savory morsels of useless food information. See you real soon! Well, the holidays are in full swing. You wrapped your presents, you trimmed your I'm going to stop you. I'm going to stop you right here. Why? Are you going to talk about BPC chicken? Yeah. Well, hold on. I'm not finished yet. Let me. Here's my. Oh, list. are you gonna? Are you gonna do this to me again? I'm hungry. Uh-huh. I hear the name BPC, best Portuguese chicken, and I it freaks me out because I want it. So, like I was saying, you're wrapping your presents, you've trimmed your tree, you turn on the Christmas lights, and you think you have everything under control, and then you realize you didn't plan on dinner. What's the solution, Roy? BPC. I'm telling you. You're not going to go wrong. This is the best Portuguese chicken you'll ever have. 942, the Queensway is where they're located. Stop in and say hi. Treat yourself to the best Portuguese chicken. It's in their name. Believe me, I have tried it, and you talked about an experience. The most delicious, mouth-watering chicken, freshly prepared sides and salads, not to mention their freshly baked custard tarts, a Portuguese tradition. Call today to have your holiday party catered. It's not too late. Christmas is only days away, but you still have time. 416-255-7177. You can even order online, bestpc.ca. I'm telling you, don't have one of those boring parties. If you have BPC chicken at that party, it's not just a party, it's an event. Call today, order the best Portuguese chicken. BPC slinging chicken since 2010 you're listening to the totally useless information podcast i'm nick and i'm roy and you know what we learned in school lots of science einstein was a moron newton was a jerk by the way i got an email from my sister who lives in new york and she says she loves our jingles but she loves that one specifically i know I actually get Facebook things from your sister all the time. I think I like her better than you. <laughs> okay, so stop talking about my sister. <laughs> science. <laughs> the human brain is the core of the central nervous system. We all know that. Did you know that the human brain can process 70,000 thoughts in a day? 70,000 thoughts in the average person in the human day, or one or two thoughts for some people like me and Nick. On the Totally Useless Information Podcast. Yes, thank you. That's a lot, 70,000, don't you think? And how long, in what period of time? How, in how long a, a span of time? Day. In a in day. day. 
But I'm still up to 50,000, so I still have some time. <laughs> uh, do you like to take bubble baths? I, I I don't, no. But my wife loves bubble baths. She fills up the tub. I can't even see her in it. <laughs> you think that's on purpose? I think so. <laughs> Probably He's like hiding from you. Well, bubbles... Him again. Him again. <laughs> How did you get back in the house? I changed the locks. <laughs> Heidi, is that you? Uh, bubbles keep your bath water warmer longer. The bubbles actually act like an insulation that at the top surface of the water and reduce heat loss via straight diffusion into the surrounding air. Makes sense. So the bubbles keep you warm. Cool. I like that one. Okay. All right. Is one for you tree hugging hippies. You know I can't. I I I've got a tree hugging hippies. You drive me crazy. They 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 say the earth needs more trees because without trees we have no oxygen. We got to plant more trees, and I'm all for planting trees. But now I want you guys, you tree hugging hippies, to stick this in your trunk. More than half of the earth's oxygen is produced. By the ocean. Okay, now let's let's say this one more time. More than half of the Earth's oxygen is produced by the oceans, aquatic plants, things like that. The oxygen bubbles up and goes into the atmosphere. So it's not all about the trees. It's also about the ocean. You tree hugging hippies. Blood curdling is actually not just an expression. When you're watching a horror movie. Research shows it can increase a certain clotting protein in your bloodstream. So when you're sitting there and you're watching that scary movie, your blood can actually curdle because watching the movie can actually increase the clotting protein. So, yes, it's true. Yes, it's called fibrinogen. It's a chemical in your blood that uh, little fibers that go together and curdle the blood so you don't bleed to death. Wait a minute. That's useful information. Just to give you an idea. We have, <laughs> you were about to say we haven't played that in a while. <laughs> I had to dust that one off. There was cobwebs on it. You we're so ridiculous. We are so ridiculous that we never play the useful information. Actually, okay. you know, someone asked me. So hold on. But wait, I, uh, before you go on to your next science thing, and I apologize to the audience, if you're really waiting for that next science piece of information. But someone said to me, so if, you're, if your podcast is called the Totally Useless Information Podcast, why do you talk about useful things? And I said, don't you understand? That's what makes us useless. And he just <laughs> looked at me and then just walked away. So there you go. You know, so in fact, you know what? Because of that, that was useful. What kind of joker is that guy thinking that we give useful information? <laughs> it's just totally, it's okay. totally useless. Information. And just to prove it, just to prove it, my wife says mm -hmm. that I do this more than any human should, but it's also something that we do after we die. And that is fart. No. <laughs> yes. Really? After you die, you actually fart. And I'm not going to get into the whole chemical reasons why, but you build up a gas and so on and so forth. It's got to come out someplace. So it finds the old poop-a-shoot. <laughs> Bang! 
<laughs> oh, I can, now I know why it was an open casket. <laughs> so now something really serious here now in the science portion of our uh, totally useless information podcast. Mm. Yes. You suffer from brain trauma. There's a mm. rare side effect. Patients who suffer brain trauma, this is serious now, patients who suffer brain trauma speak their native language in a foreign accent. That's Something cool. happens. No. Hey, I, I checked it out. It's true. No, not because That's I have... Some stupid-ass Swedish doctor. The guy comes in. His name is Sven. <laughs> listen, listen. About three or four episodes ago, we talked about how banging your head against the wall burns 150 <laughs> calories. All right? So there you go. <laughs> Listen, I got one more before we shut down the science section. I found this very intriguing. I don't know why. But the fastest growing tree. Now, that that's okay. Okay, it's fast. But it is the bamboo tree. But here's what's amazing to me. It can grow three to four feet a day. Now, just think about that. That's a lot. That's in, seven days in a week, that could grow 28 feet in a week. Wow. You know the song America the Beautiful? Oh, God. I love it almost as much as Turkey. There <laughs> you go. Uh, <laughs> so there's a stretch of highway on Route 66 that okay. if the drivers adhere to the 45-mile-per-hour speed limit, the road's rumble strips will play a rendition of America the Beautiful. No. If you go over 45 or under 45, it won't work. So the rumble strips will play a rendition of America the Beautiful. And I have a sample. And here's what it sounds like if you're traveling on the stretch of road on Route 66 in New Mexico at 45 miles an hour. This is so cool, but you got to be like a either drunk or asleep to ride off the road to hit the damn strips. You know, you're going to yeah. get pulled over by a cop, right? You know, I wonder if it takes requests. Yeah. Wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> Nick, I was just thinking if you hit 65, what do you hear? Like a, a Madonna song? <laughs> Oh, you know what you do? If you hit 70, which is over the speed limit, slow down. You're going too fast. <laughs> so you left it for the last minute. You had to do it again. This year you promised I'm not going to wait to the last minute to get gifts for someone I really care about to look after themselves. Here it is. Uh, 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 alert. Let me stop you, Nick. Yeah. Last minute. DeMarlo Salon and Spa. DeMarlo Salon and Spa gift cards are the perfect holiday gift. Just think about this one. You give somebody a gift card for a massage. They say, oh, thank you, Merry Christmas. Then a month later, they go get the massage, and they call you up again and go, I got to tell you, thank you so much for that. That's the most amazing gift. It's a double thank you gift. 
The Marlowe Salon and Spas in Naples, Florida. They're located on the corner of Vanderbilt Beach Road and Collier Boulevard. You can call them 239-793-2020. They'll even send you the gift card if you want. For those of you in Canada, I know that we have a lot of Canadian listeners, and you can use it when you come down, you snowbirds. It's skincare, hair, massage, nails, full service salon and spa and you can get those gift cards in a monetary value rather than getting one thing they can use it for whatever they'd like in the place demarlo salon and spa is on collier boulevard and vanderbilt beach road it's 239-793-2020 and it's www.demarlosalon.com gotta go to demarlo's you're listening to the Totally Useless Information Podcast. Hey, we have some mail from email from Podcast at outlook.com. And so this is what the mailman sings every time Roy gets mail at his house. What's in the mail bag? What's in the mail? Here's Bill from New Hampshire. Bill says, hi, love your show. I am a Frank Sinatra fan. Is it true that... He has more than one star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. So I checked it out, and sure enough, Frank Sinatra has not one, not two, but three stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. One for film, one for television, and of course, one for music. Chairman of oh. the well, You ask a question, you get the answer. That's the way it is. Now, people that tune into our show, by the way, thanks to all the people that send us mail because it really is cool, and it does help us by finding more useless information. But one of the most useless people I've ever seen in my life is Mary from Boston. <laughs> Mary, I, I'm not sure, Mary, if you actually tune into our show much, okay? But I think... I think we've had a, enough episodes to realize that I'm in Florida. Nick is in Canada, but we met in New York in high school. We, I think we've said it 4,000 times. So Mary writes, how did you and Nick meet? Okay, Mary. Uh, Mary's probably on a lot of dating services <laughs> because... <laughs> Mary, we, we, we live 1,500 miles apart. We are best friends. We met in New York in high school. And um, there you go. Uh, so we don't have a lot of educated people mailing us. <laughs> hey, maybe they, went, maybe they went to New York City High School as well. Where expressions come from? I don't know where. I don't know where. Where? Expressions come from we want to know right now. Totally useless information podcast. Expressions. These are expressions you might hear every day and go, I wonder where that came from. You know what you know what I realized as I'm doing research for this show, Roy? I become a five year old. So I'll hear something, I'll go, why? And look it up. I'll hear something. Why? Why? It's amazing. This show has actually made Nick one year older. <laughs> <laughs> All right, in that case, pardon my French is the expression. <laughs> pardon my French. Sources suggest that the phrase originated around the 19th century as a literal excuse for using a French phrase in conversation with one who didn't speak the language. Do you know any uh, French phrases? 
Um, I'm not very fond of the French. <laughs> Although I do love their bread, French fries as well. <laughs> I like the French. I just say this stuff. <laughs> if Heidi Klum was French. <laughs> okay. Short shrift. Short shrift means to be, you know, given the short end of the stick and, you know, made... made Speaking of your not. wife, yes. <laughs> yeah, speaking of getting thrown out of the house. So, okay. Short shrift is a saying that came about because the word shrift was actually the word that people used when they went to go to church to confess the, to the priest. So they wouldn't say, I'm going to confession as we do today. They'd say, I'm going to church to shrift. And so the saying comes about because criminals before their execution, were given a small amount of time to confess their sins to a priest. Most of the time they were hurried up because the executioner had golf that day, maybe. No, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but he was busy. So he said, come on already, come on already. And they'd say, well, I'm being short shrift. There you go. Short shrift. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. It's been, um, what time do you close? Um, <laughs> is there a statute of limitations on sins? <laughs> there should be. Do you chew the fat when you go to confession? Chew the fat is the expression as we get excommunicated here in the Totally Useless Information Podcast. Mm -hmm. The phrase began to be used to refer to a light gossip in the early 20th century. One theory suggests, because they haven't proven this yet, so they're still figuring it out. So one theory suggests that the phrase comes from the convention of chatting, chewing on the leftover fat after a meal and gossiping. Chewing the fat. Wow. That makes sense. That makes sense. How about wear your heart on your sleeve? This is one that we all know, and it's actually from the Middle Ages, when knights would fight in tournaments, their lady friends, wives, girlfriends, Heidi Klums, would give them a piece of maybe a handkerchief or something of theirs, fabric of theirs, to wear on their sleeve so that they could show off and say that they had this woman, you know. So they would be wearing their heart on their sleeve for everyone to see. I hope you weren't cutting any corners. Cutting corners. Mm -hmm. It's a metaphor from driving. When you come to a sharp turn in the road, instead of going all the way to the corner and then turning, you can go diagonally across and cut the corner off. This saves time, but entails a risk of clipping the curb and overturning and becoming involved in a pileup with another vehicle. So, to cut corners means to discard normal safe practice in order to get fast result. Doesn't always work. Speaking of Heidi Klum, if I was to date Heidi Klum, that would mean that uh, I'm a married man. That would be a tawdry relationship. Of course so the would. word tawdry, tawdry, where did that word come from? Well, it actually comes from the word Audrey. And there was a fair in Cambridge, England, every year called the St. Audrey Fair, where at that particular fair, they would sell a lot of cheap fake jewelry so people would see that jewelry and they'd say oh that's that cheap saint audrey jewelry and as time went on 
the saint became T and the Audrey became Tawdry. Very mm. good. I like that one. And then yes. when you're tired, you can hit the sack or hit the hay. <laughs> Before they went to bed, they would literally hit the hay to make the mattresses more comfortable and make sure there were no bed bugs inside. The expression hit the sack is thought to have originated from the sack that was stuffed with hay. So you hit the hay first to make sure it's more comfortable and get rid of the bugs. And hitting the sack is from the sack that stuffed the hay. See, I like that one. I think that's a good one. That's the best expression today. I'd say that's the best, best one, my jolly old chap. Expressions come from I don't know where, I don't know where Where Expressions come from We want to know right now Wow, that went fast As usual, this show flies by, folks It's crazy yeah. And it's the holiday season And that's all the time we have for this episode Of the Totally Useless Information Podcast And we'll have more next time In fact our next podcast will be on Christmas Day, the Totally Useless Information Podcast Christmas Yay. Special. Yay! Christmas! I love Christmas. That's amazing. You can't miss the Christmas special. We talk about a lot of crazy stuff. Wait till you hear what the Finnish people do in the sauna. But in the meantime, tell a friend about the trend. Go out and buy some gifts. Go to DeMarlo Salon and Spa. Buy a gift card for DeMarlo Salon and Spa in Naples. If you need a last-minute gift, DeMarlo's is the place to go. If you're having last-minute Christmas parties, BPC Chicken in Toronto. Call them up. Cater the party last minute. I'm sure they'll love to do it for you. BPC Chicken, DeMarlo Salon and Spa. BPC Chicken's in Toronto, DeMarlo Salon and Spa in Naples. And don't forget, because Christmas is right around the corner, BPC Chicken have gift cards. So you can give the gift of food. I'm Nick. And I'm Roy. Thanks for listening.